Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical, underage sale prohibited. Introducing Zone Nicotine Pouches, the perfect balance of unparalleled comfort, longer-lasting flavor, and nicotine that satisfies. Whether you're zoning in during the race or zoning out after a tough day at work, Zone gets you there faster and keeps you there longer. Available in seven flavors and in six and nine milligram strengths. Find Zone at zonepouches.com and retailers near you. Own your Zone with Zone Nicotine Pouches. This is MRN Crew Call, brought to you by Hercules Tires. I've mentioned this multiple times here on Crew Call that there are certain guys and gals in that garage area that are kind of the go-to people that all of us reporters use, whether it's Motor Racing Network or our brother uh, and sisters over on the TV network or, or really even uh, general reporters that cover the sport. There are always those go-to guys that we go to and get the insight on what's happening, whether it's insight on the strategy for that race, tires or fuel, or just big picture items where we need somebody to explain it to us. That's a smart, smart crew chief, but can explain it in English and a language that we understand. And that's who we're talking to today. I'm Steve Post, pit road reporter for Motor Racing Network. And this is Crew Call presented by Hercules Tires right on our strength. Jason Burdett is one of those guys. He is a 44-year-old guy from upstate New York. Crew chief at Junior Motorsports for Justin Allgaier has 15 career Xfinity Series wins, and on a regular basis, he locks his driver into the playoffs. One of the best in the garage and one of the nicest guys in the NASCAR Xfinity Series garage, and he joins us here on Crew Call. For decades, Dryden Lubricants has been made in America and made to last, paving the way on our highways, in our fields, and on the production line. Today, Drydeen offers a complete line of engine oils, greases, hydraulic and transmission fluids, and diesel exhaust fluid. If you want greater performance and protection for your critical engines and equipment, go to Drydeen.com. Drydeen, American-owned and operated, and a proud supporter of racing and race fans everywhere. Flow Racing is the home of grassroots racing, with over 1,300 races streaming live in 2021. Watch the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl, World 100, Dirt Late Model Dreams, Sweet 16, and much, much more. Subscribe today by going to flowracing.com slash MRN. From sprint cars on dirt to SK Modifieds on pavement, arena cross, drag racing, and everything in between, it's here, live, and on demand. Subscribe today by going to flowracing.com slash MRN. That's F-L-O-Racing.com forward slash MRN. Want to experience racing in its purest form? Do you yearn to return to where NASCAR came from? Watch high-banked, full-throttle, super-late-model racing on Flow Racing, September 8th through the 11th. It's the crown jewel of dirt late models at Eldora Speedway with the World 100. This is grassroots racing at its finest. See who will win the globe by subscribing today. Go to flowracing.com world. That's flowracing.com slash world. This season, Toyota Racing is looking for jugglers. Uh-huh. Not the ones who toss balls or rings. Uh-huh. Fans that can juggle the rigors of a 10-month-long season across many different racing circuits. Well, what if I added knives? What if you added GR Cup, Formula Drift, and off-road racing? If you can juggle it all, then we want you. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. Formula Drift is a registered trademark of Formula Drift's holdings, LLC. Okay, it's time to commit. 
2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Crew Call, presented by Hercules Tires, continues on. And joining me from up in Junior Motorsports is Jason Burnett. Hello, Jason. Welcome into Crew Call. How are you doing? I'm, I'm fantastic. I'm doing really, really well. Um, 2021. You've got a couple of wins this year. You're locked into the playoffs. Um, where, where are you and Justin at with this thing? How, how are you doing this year? You know, I mean, I think um, we've had some ups and downs for sure uh, throughout the year. Like, you know, like everybody has, I guess. You know, you go through, you go through definitely some big waves as the season moves on. But, um, you know, here as of late, uh, you know, we've climbed our way back into the points a little bit. I think we're up to third now in the driver points. Um, we strung together, uh, you know, six or eight pretty good weeks. Um, you know, last week we, we, we didn't finish as good as we had, we had hoped to, um, you know, we finished sixth, which still isn't bad, but, uh, you know, we thought maybe we had a little better car than that. Um, but, but really we've, we've through the summer months here, we've kind of, uh, put, put some good runs together. And, you know, we got some really good tracks coming up for us. Um, you know, Daytona will be kind of a bit of a crapshoot, um, as it always is. But then um, going into Darlington, um, Darlington, Richmond, Bristol, uh, we feel pretty good about uh, those three places. So we're excited to get to, get to those and, um, you know, try to close out this regular season on as high a note as we can. How important is it to carry some momentum, whether they're wins or at least good runs and good speed into the playoffs that start a few weeks down the road? You know, obviously wins, uh, you know, wins mean everything. And, and we're, we would love nothing more than to win three of the next four or four of the next four, right. And roll into the playoffs on top of the world. Um, but, you know, the likelihood of that with the competition levels um, are, are slim, you know, but if we can go into those, all those tracks and run um, as good as we, we have in the past, you know, we won Darlington um, earlier this year. So obviously we're looking forward to, to going there and doing that. Uh, Richmond, the doubleheader last year, we won both of those. So we're, we're looking forward to, uh, you know, going back to Richmond. Um, you know, so all these places, and in Bristol, we've historically, Justin's been really good there. We just haven't broke through it at Junior Motorsports with a win with Justin, but but we're, we've, we've been really close several times. So, you know, all these places are good momentum builders, and, and you know, I think that first round of the playoffs is going to be is going to be tough any way you do it, you know, with the Roval in there and, and stuff. So, so I think, you know, if we can, if we can get some momentum going and some points, you know, some bonus points on our side, um, all that can only help. Four of the last five years, you've been able to go to the championship round, whether it was Homestead or whether it was Phoenix to get there. 
Jason, how do you navigate the playoffs? Because it is different than what we normally do. How do you how do you navigate it? And I know it's situational. I know every year is different, but what's what's a general way that you've been able to get to the final four so many times? You know, I mean, I think, you know, there's it's been different every year. Um, like you said, uh, there's been years that we we just kind of pointed our way through it. You know, we had solid runs and we we took we took the stage points that when we could get them, we took the finishes at the end of the race that we could get, you know, we maximized our points and we made it through, um, heck, you know, a couple of years ago, we, we were basically kind of on the outside looking in. We went to Phoenix at that time and won Phoenix to get into Homestead. Um, you know, so we've, we've kind of done it in a little bit different ways every, you know, throughout the, the time, but you know, the, the easiest thing, you know, obviously is to just go and have a solid, um, what is it, seven weeks, right? Like if we can just put together seven, seven or eight really solid weeks and put yourselves in position, put yourself in position to, uh, to capitalize and get on to, to Phoenix now. Jason, your career, um, you date back to the late nineties, you came down, I think I first met you at Robert Yates racing years ago and uh, over to Hendrick Motorsports and to Michael Waltrip and back to Hendrick uh, along the way. And, and I go through this, you've had a, you've had a really, really good career, some championships as a, as a team member with Dale Jarrett and with Jeff Gordon, but you find yourself here. Uh, I think this is the sixth year crew chief at junior motorsports. Why, why is this one? Why does this work so well for you? Um, you know, I think, you know, the, the biggest thing is, you know, working for, for Dale and, and for Kelly um, and Al W. I mean, they're, they're, the, the Earnhardt family is a great family. Like, you know, Dale and Kelly, for sure, they treat everybody here. You know, it reminds me, working here reminds me a lot of, of when I worked at, at Robert Yates Racing. You know, it was a family-run business. Um, you know, Robert and Doug um, and Carolyn, Robert's wife, Carolyn, you know, they were there every day working. And then Robert's brother, um was there every day, right? You know, like, so it was a family and, and you, and when I, when I first started there in, in 97, I think is when I started at RYR, um, I was young, right? Like, so, and I had moved from New York to here, um, kind of on my own. So to have a group of people that, that treated it like a family and, and, you know, you always people looking out for you and helping you along the way. That was that was a, a great benefit for me moving forward throughout my career um, to, to to work with Doug and Robert. So so I think here it feels like home, right? Like uh, it's a family-run business. It's smaller. It hasn't you know I spent I don't know how many twelve years or so at Hendrick, which was which was a, another phenomenal organization to work for, right? I worked with great drivers, Jimmy Johnson, Jeff Gordon, um, Dale Jr. In the end. Um, Right. Like you can't ask for anything more, um, but it was also huge. Right. It was a big it was a big company. That's that's a company that's run like a business. Um, so, you know, for me, you know, this place just it feels like home. It fits like family. And, and we got a bunch of great people here and it's it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. A lot of great racers there. That's for sure. When you were at Yates, was Richard still hand delivering the checks? Yeah, he did for a long time. You know, Isn't that amazing? Myself bonus checks and, and all that stuff, you know, um, it was, yeah, I mean, it, like I said, it was, uh, it was a lot of fun to work there and, and, 
and you know you can't ask for better people than than the Yates family in general. So uh, you know that that taught me a lot about about what this sport really was and and or what it is and and what you're you're hoping to 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 keep going, you know, keep alive a little bit anyway. Yeah, it was always amazing. Richard Yates, Robert's brother, would hand deliver bonus checks to every employee. He'd walk around and shake the hand. And man, I'll tell you, that, that was there, there was a lot of people there. And yeah. that always just impressed me. I'm, I mean, I traveled a lot with Robert, traveled some with Doug, but just Richard with the, the check. You had a Yates family member that you talked to every time the paycheck came out. Boy, I'm telling you, there, there's a lot to be said for that little, little way in which they did business over there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like I said, I... I, you know, I loved it there. And, and yeah. actually Richard did at one point, um, I got to remember what year, what year was it that, that Dale and, and, um, Ernie finished one, two at the brickyard. Oh yeah. Um, 96. Yeah. I think it was yeah. 96. Uh, Richard had made a bet with the guys on the plane flying up there, the picker guys, you know, if we finish one, two, we'll pay double, double win bonus. Right. Because, that way both cars get paid the the same for the win. Right. And sure enough, at the end of the day, uh, uh, at the end of the day, uh, I think Dale may have passed Ernie right at the end of that race, you know, for the win and, and went on to, to, to finish one, two. And, and sure enough, you know, Monday morning or the following Monday, whenever it was, he come around and he was happy. You know, like that was the difference in them. They were happy to hand out, you know, they wanted to, they wanted you to, to benefit from it, you know, and, and, and have, and have a little extra in your pocket. So yeah. fun I, times for sure. Yeah. I spent time, I was the PR guy for Ricky Rudd, Texaco Avalon. So I was never a Yates employee, but they brought me other than handing the checks. They never handed me a check because I didn't work for them. Other than that, they just, the, the Yates family just brought you in. And, and I really, I, I, I'm, I hadn't thought about it until you mentioned it. Um, and, and, and I go back a long way with LW. I go back to LW with his dad racing street stocks up at Dundee, which are tracks right. you're familiar with. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I, I guess to listen to you say that and knowing Kelly like I do and knowing Dale like I do and then knowing LW even more so, I, I don't think I'm really shocked that it's, that it's a real family-run operation there as well. Yeah, no, I mean, and, and that's what I say. You know, it, you know obviously the, big, the bigger teams have their advantages as well. But for a day-to-day company that you want to get up and come to work to I mean, this place is it's amazing and you know maybe it's just me maybe it fits me and and the and the the way i want to be or the, the way i've kind of become but uh but it's a great place to be a great place to work a lot of great people and um i mean what other name other than the earnhardt name do you want to be tied to right as you navigate through the nascar world right so so that's a pretty good place to start yeah, a good name and good people. That's a pretty good combination. That's for sure. Yeah. You're from upstate New York. What did what were you doing up there before you moved south? What type of racing and and what was what was life like? You were obviously young, so you made, made a young move. But what were what were you doing up there? Well, you know, so my my family or my mom and my dad they raced for years at, at Dundee at Woodhall, um, Canandaigua. Um, you know, and then when I when I was probably 10, 12 years old, it got to the point where he couldn't afford to, he couldn't afford to go modified racing anymore. And, you know, they had, they had moved through the street stocks and they had done the late models and then they had bought small block modifies. They ran at Woodhall and Dundee um, weekly. 
And then uh, I think they made one year running big blocks at Canandaigua, Wheatsport, and then places. And like at the end of that season, you know, my dad was like, okay, that's, that's all I got, right? Like I'm not, I can't keep pouring money in. So, so they kind of got rid of all that stuff, but my, I had cousins and things that, that, that raced, still raced, um, Kurt Van Pelt, Billy Van Pelt, um, you know, they raced every week somewhere doing things. And then we went, we went with them every Friday night to Dundee, every Saturday to Woodhall, you know, and it just got, you know, you fall in love with the sport as the more you time you spend around it. And, and, you know, and that's what I spent my summers doing is, is working at Kurt's or Kurt's body shop during the day. And then we'd go work on the race cars at night and, and just travel around. And, and we had a good time. And, and eventually, actually my mom and dad went to work for NASCAR through, uh, they lived in New York. My mom had worked at Watkins Glen for a few years doing uh, scoring stuff. Um, so when NASCAR would come to town, she met, um, I want to say Morris Metcalf was, oh, he was the head scorer for NASCAR at that point. Right. So yeah. her and Morris um, got to be friends and he invited her to come do some races other than the Glen to help with the scoring side. And then they both ended up uh, doing like a part-time NASCAR schedule. And you know, so it all kind of lined up for me. Um, Sean Parker, uh, if you remember him, Sean was a friend of ours that raced, he ran modifies or was around that circle for a long time. He had moved down, went to work at Penske with Rusty Wallace and, and, and different things. So, you know, it just, you started meeting people and knowing people and it just kind of the opportunity became um, available, you know. I covered racing up there. I think it would have been 87 through I left, came down here in 95. I wrote for a racing paper called Gator Racing News out of Syracuse, yep. New York. Yeah. And uh, I, you mentioned the Van Pelts, Kurt and Billy. I would go to Woodhall or Dundee. I went to Woodhall probably more than Dundee just because it was Saturday night. I would go there and watch Kurt and Billy Van, Billy Van Pelt win races. And I just picked up an area auto racing news this year. And I think Kurt is still, are they both still racing? Is Kurt still racing? Uh, Kurt's kind of, he's, he's pretty much retired. He may, he may run once or twice a year, but Billy still runs every week. Um, yeah. You know, and I think he pretty much still wins every week. Uh, you know, at Woodhall anyway, like pretty much wins them all in that area, but yeah. They're an amazing racing family. They really are. That's what it was. I, I knew I saw, I was, I knew one of the boys um, was still winning on a regular basis as I, as I read one of the local trade papers up there. Um, fun, fun stuff. That's for sure. Now, one of the things I, I get to talk to you some in the garage area on the NASCAR side, but I get to talk to you more on uh, Wednesday nights out at Millbridge. Uh, your son, Ethan, is racing a micro sprint out there, winged and non-winged. What is that like being a dad for a racer? You know, it's, we've, we've raced for, it's crazy. We've raced for a really long time. Right. Yeah. So we started, um, you know, we bought, I bought a, uh, a little go-kart thing that we would go to Dale's. He was about three and a half, four years old. We'd go out to Dale's house and he's got a couple of little tracks at his house that, uh, asphalt tracks. And we would just go out for fun and he'd cruise around, cruise around. Well, then that kind of turned into, um, somehow that made its way to a quarter midget. Um, you know, so we, we raced quarter midgets for, from a, when he was five till he was nine. Um, so we won 
we did that. We won two USAC national championships with the with the quarter midget, and then a bunch of regional championships around here. Um, and then we started racing, you know, Millbridge on Wednesday night. We started gaining popularity, and obviously it fits our schedule about as good as you can. And so we started running the intermediate carts and, you know, box stock and then intermediate. And then uh, when they started this micro thing up, um, we were, we decided, oh, that'll be fun, right? Let's try that. So here we, you know, here we are. But, uh, but yeah, being, I'm way more nervous at a 30 lap feature at Millbridge than I am, than I will be in Daytona this week. I can, I can promise you that. I can, I can imagine that. I've been out there uh, and watched you, of course. And what I find, I always find fascinating is it's like you're on one car, Jeff Mendering, his son, of course, he's over Joe Gibbs Racing. He's in a different division than you are. Kenny Francis from over at Hendrick. Uh, his yeah. son actually races against you. That is that is an amazing community. There, there's a lot of NASCAR garage people tied up on a Wednesday night at Millbridge, isn't there? Yeah, oh, for sure. I mean, it's, uh, you know, between Kenny and, um, you know, the Kleins, um, right. They're they're tied in with Stuart Haas, um, you know Kenny's at, at Hendrick, uh, Jeff Mendring at, from Gibbs. Um, there's, I think Lance Ferno, his daughter, you know Lacey. Lance is a fabricator at uh, at Ganassi, I believe, and then the little Price, uh, Aiden Price, his dad works at Ganassi. There's it's a it's a it's a NASCAR thing for sure. The, at least the the dads are, you know. Um, but we have a good time, you know, we've, we've, we've all, all of our kids are pretty little really in the end, you know, they're young. Um, and, and the micro thing is an adult sport. Um, it's not a, it's not necessarily the division we're running at Millbridge isn't a kid, a kid division. Right. So, so the kids are doing good. They're learning a lot. They get to race with, you know, Christopher Bell, they get to race with, um, Chase Briscoe from time to time, Dylan Welch. Um, and you know, there's a lot of good, obviously there's a lot of good talent around here that are race car drivers and, and a lot of people that love dirt racing. So it's, it's a lot of fun to be a part of and to learn, to learn more about open wheel dirt cars, you know, I've been impressed with him and we've talked about it out there. Some of the, some of the skill sets that he has, he seems to do a really good job. He seems to, seems to have a pretty good balance of, of aggressive and trying things or staying in line when he needs to stay in line. Do you foresee, I mean, would you, would you like to see him pursue this further or is it right now just what you guys do at this point in life? You know, I mean, he loves it. I mean, he loves racing and, you know, we've talked about it a lot, right? Like, um, you know, the engineering side of, of, of racing is growing tremendously every year. It becomes more and more important and more and more um, involved in what we do, not just at, on the NASCAR level, but all the way through, you know? So I mean, really, I'm, I kind of hope that, that he loves it and he continues and he wants to do it for, for a long time, whether that's sprint cars or, or something, something else. Um, but if it, if it gives him um, a vision of maybe of a different, um, you know, when he was ready to go to college, if, if, it's, if he says, hey, you know, I want to be an engineer so that I can learn more about building my own race cars or or heck, if it's just being a welder, uh, whatever, whatever that is that he, he decides he wants to do, you know, I hope racing can be, can show him a path and then show him uh, um, a way to, uh, to do it and then be better, be a better person for it, you know.
Yeah, it's been good to you. It's been good to me. I know that, boy. The sport yeah. is just. I mean, man, I can't imagine. I can't imagine a different life. That's for sure. It's been been absolutely amazing. Yeah, no, you definitely cannot complain. You know, we try to try not to complain. We do from time to time, but <laughs> it's hard to complain uh, um, about the lives that we've we've created and, and had throughout the last twenty six seven years. You know, amazing stuff. It really is. Well, Jason, I appreciate the time joining us on Crew Call. I, I appreciate, and I, and I started to, started our show off by saying there's my go-to guys in the bit area. I appreciate when I walk up to you, you're you're trying to get the car buttoned up. You're trying to get Justin in the car, and the MRN guy comes up and says, hey, what's your fuel window? What's your tire strategy? I always appreciate the insight you give me. That certainly helps us tell the story, so I appreciate that as well, and, and joining us here on Crew Call. Yeah, absolutely. Anytime. We, uh, it's been great. There we go. Jason Burdett, crew chief up at Junior Motorsports for Justin Allgaier of the Brant Chevrolet. Citywide to countryside, whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there no matter where the road takes you. Go to HerculesTires.com. There you can find the nearest authorized Hercules retail location to you. Plus, you can use the tire tracker to find out which Hercules tire fits your vehicle the best. That's HerculesTires.com. Hercules tires, ride on our strength. Sir, are you aware you were going 40 miles an hour? This is a residential area. Sure, but I'm on my lawnmower. Wait, am I getting a ticket? No, I've just never seen anyone top nine miles an hour on one of those bad boys. And mow their entire lawn in 30 seconds? What got into you? Well, it did fuel up at Sunoco this morning. At Sunoco, we know how to fuel peak performance. We've been doing it for American Racing for over 50 years. Fuel your best. Ford has put the stock back in stock car, and now you can register for your chance to be Ford Performance's VIP guest and watch the NASCAR Next Gen Mustang hit the track for the first time in 2022. One grand prize winner and their guest will receive a trip for two to Daytona Beach with VIP access. Ford Performance driver meet and greets, round trip airfare, and more. Register now through November 7th at FordNextGen.com. That's FordNextGen.com. This NASCAR season, Toyota Racing isn't looking for just anyone to join the team. No, we're looking for bankers, the ones who are open on Sundays. So if you live for the gravity-defying 31-degree banks like this one on turn four at Daytona, then we want you. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. On Sunday afternoon, it was so much fun being up at Michigan and Ryan Blaney with that win for Team Penske. Uh, by putting his Mustang in victory lane, he scored the Heritage Cup for Ford uh, Ford Motor Company, Ford Performance bragging rights, if you will, among the manufacturers, being down there in victory lane 
with Ryan. And uh, well, it wasn't long. All of the Ford people were there. So they were celebrating that Heritage Cup victory. So a big, big moment for Team Penske and for Ryan Blaney and for the Ford Motor Company. And there's so much excitement going on with the Ford Motor Company. Between now and 2025, they're investing $22 million on electrification of vehicles. And that includes the Mustang. The all-electric Mustang Mach-E is being delivered to customers right now. And if you want to take a look at it, you can go to www.ford.com and click on the tab Electrify. That's right. It's Ford.com, the electrified tab. I was looking at it. You know, there's a new breed of pony coming along from Ford. Uh, the all-electric Mustang Mach-E GT Performance Edition. I was looking at this. I wrote this down. The torque-drenched driving experience. It has 634 foot-pounds of torque. Check this out, zero to 60 in 3.5 seconds. Wow, that's impressive. Again, zero to 60 in 3.5 seconds. This pony earns every inch of its GT badge. And again, congratulations to our friends at Ford Motor Company for the win of the Heritage Cup up at Michigan International Speedway. Uh, playoff update, the Camping World Truck Series, one race in. They kicked off their playoffs on Friday night at Gateway, and it was Sheldon Creed. On to the next round, Crew Chief Jeff Stankwitz. He joined us a few weeks ago here on Crew Call. And, uh, boy, they seem to know how to hit the stride when we get to playoff time. They're the reigning champs, and they're already on to and locked into the next round. On the outside looking in at this point, Chandler Smith and Zane Smith. The good news for those guys, Danny Stockman and Kevin Bonomanian are crew chiefs. So those two young racers are in good hands as they and their crew chiefs and their teams try to dig themselves out of a hole when the trucks go back playoff racing next weekend at Darlington. That's coming up on Sunday, the 5th of September. Before that, the Cup Series, we will round out the playoff, uh, the playoff field this weekend at Daytona International Speedway, Xfinity Series with a Friday night under the lights race. So Motor Racing Network gonna be there the whole time, Friday night, seven o'clock Eastern time, the Wawa 250. Presented or powered by Coca-Cola. That's for the Xfinity Series. And on Sunday, it's the Coke Zero Sugar 400 for the Cup Series, setting the final count, the final edition, the final field, the final playoff field for the uh, playoffs that begin next week with the Southern 500 at Darlington. It is going to be great. You can find out all of those air times again at MRN.com. You can look at our schedule and you can even set reminders for yourself for those or other programs here on the Motor Racing Network. We appreciate Jason Burdett joining us here from up at Junior Motorsports. But as I say each and every time, more important than all of that, thank you for joining us here on Crew Call, presented by Hercules Tires, right on our stretch.